The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, Jalen, wanted to talk about this. Another local story um, that you sent to me this morning. Um, shocking, honestly. An Edmonton family has their home break broken into last month at 2 p.m. on a Friday afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's it's apparently though that 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 the time of day the day not necessarily surprising because thieves right. are doing this more and more when you're just away from exactly the house, maybe so, at work or at school whatever yep, it is most people are out of the house mm-hmm. although a month ago you know the kids weren't at school yet but what is shocking is well the amount of security that was on this house so there's video cameras three yeah um there's a, a surrounding the house uh-huh. um now there's no alarm system within the house but there is all these cameras and there's lots of signage which indicates on the door and on the uh, front lawn that you're under video surveillance. So this individual, whose picture is absolutely crystal clear, Mm -hmm. uh, bicycles up to the front of the house, looks directly at the camera, which is not hidden. It's right there on the front porch, looks directly at the camera, rings the doorbell, knocks, um, gets no answer, then cycles his bike around to the backyard of the Mm -hmm. same house, does the same thing, knocks, rings the door, no answer. Positions his bicycle in such a fashion that it'll be a quick getaway yep. for him out the back. And then returns to the front where it takes him three attempts to simply bust open the front door. So in broad daylight, he just puts his shoulder into it. Into and, it. Yeah. And, and they were recommended saying that they should have like big nails like into the, big into screws, the frame. Big yeah. screws. They said, we did. Yeah. They and had, he still got through it. They had what the police had recommended. Uh, so three more than just that dead four inch screws. Yep. Yep, they had those. They had the cameras. And yet this individual, brazen, I think would be the term uh, most often used Obviously in a case like this. Yeah, didn't care whatsoever. Was in the house for just a couple of minutes, yeah. but managed to steal some laptops, a tablet, uh, some it's jewelry. Um, once again, the jewelry being the most important because mm-hmm. some of it had sentimental value. But it, it's it's crazy to watch the video because it's so... Clear. He does not care. He doesn't care he at all. He does not care. He's taken a guess that maybe it's a, it's a faker, but for the most part, he's in there, face right up to it, yep. not disguising, just boom. It, it makes you wonder what you have to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the police, of course, a burglar alarm, any security system in, improvement is better than none, right? So no burglar alarm, but as the resident who owned the house said, and he's quite right, in two and a half minutes, nobody's responding no. anyway, and he's no, no. he's absolutely right. So, and I know from our own personal experience with burglar alarms, and we have ADT. Uh, ADT will contact us when the burglar alarm goes off to ask us if it's a false alarm or not. We get back to them if we don't answer the phone immediately to tell them whether it's false or not, or we disengage it ourselves remotely if or or in person if we're home. But that whole process can yeah. take 10 or 15 minutes. From that time, you then notify uh-huh. police who may or may not be able to respond right mm-hmm. away, and in most cases would not. So in this particular case, he would have been out of the house a good 20 minutes oh, yeah. before yeah. police would even be aware of the break-in. But there he is on camera, and it's on our website and on Global's website as well. Very clear picture. If anyone knows him, please tell Crime Stoppers. The police, as you mentioned, recommended these long 
screws, but it didn't stop this guy. What they also suggested was a couple of other things. One is, and I've heard this before from locksmiths, that the best security system you can get is a dog, which this particular resident has now done. They've adopted the dog um, because the barking will draw attention and often scare off a, um, a thief. Uh, but the other is, again, to know your neighbors. This is a very typical, nice residential street. Just a neighborhood. Just a regular neighborhood, And but this guy didn't belong in that neighborhood. No. And they're just asking residents, again, to keep an eye out on your neighbor's property. A couple of things uh, on this one. Yeah, you know that, I think I told you not too long about, ago about that break-in out in my neighborhood yep. where they were going from door to door asking for directions mm-hmm. somewhere. Um, and that, that was their they're you know trying to figure out if anyone was yeah. home when they got to the door and no one answered okay well no one's home and they go take everything just trash the place apparently as well the police said at that time your best bet is again a dog a dog, eh? a dog. and uh and you start to think about it oh my gosh you know the other thing to keep in mind and i'll just throw it out there the police didn't mention it but i've certainly seen it myself when you take a look at what typically gets grabbed in two or three mm. minutes sure it's jewelry and that's hard to trace it's easy access stuff right yeah there. but it's tablets it's a lot of electronics mm-hmm. right and i don't know of an electronic that doesn't have available to it an app which tracks its location mm. so my phone does that's how i've located my phone before my tablet does my laptop does and you know that's often offered on a trial basis when you buy a new electronic mm. it's one of those things you go yep nope don't need it but wouldn't it be handy now with your laptop missing to be able to fire up that app on another device and see, yeah, shut down the Most importantly, you're absolutely right. Most importantly, shut it down. Think of that information on there, online banking, your passwords, whatever else you have on there, but also your ability to locate it. You know, it's it, you won't think of it until it happens to you, right? The, the part of the bike really sticks out to me as well, because I think a lot of us might think that, oh, they pull up with the van in the back alley and they just load mm-hmm. things in. And I can remember a scammer coming to us when I lived in Allendale, so 106th and 62nd Avenue. And uh, a guy had come up to the door, you know, sad sack story about, uh, you know, I don't know what it was, his dog or his mm-hmm. tire was flat or whatever it was. But he's right at my door and I was home alone and he kind of looked a little disheveled. I was a little nervous about it. And had I paid a little bit closer attention um, before I looked out, I would have noticed his bike under my big, I had a big blue spruce tree over there, a big spruce tree over there. I would have noticed there going, what, what's that all about? But he managed to, let's oh, put really? it this way, hmm. sc- scare me enough to give him 20 bucks. I just wanted him away. Mm-hmm. And I went to the big window and watched him get on uh, his bike and pedal away. And that's what he was doing through the whole really? neighborhood. Yeah, there's scammers and stealers and cheaters and Jed's on the phone. Hey, Jed. Hey, how you doing? Good. Good. You're talking. You're talking about that sign with the dog. I'll, I'll give you sort of a scenario first. Uh, my friend Tuck got broken. They backed into the garage and shut the door mm-hmm. and, and started loading this truck. So the guy comes back for seconds. Now Tom has this sign in the front of his window. It says "F the dog." The owner you're going to have to worry about. Yeah. Anyway, they caught this guy coming out the back door, and he took uh, a hockey stick to the guy, and he got charged. He got charged. He got charged with assault as yeah. the guy came out of the house with all of the crap that he was carrying. 
Well, he and beat he, the crap out of the guy. I know, but that's the first thing the police will tell you is they don't want you to engage whatsoever, and it really no, no. doesn't. Yeah. I, yeah, I know it's frustrating because here's the thing, Jed. Like I've looked at it like, and we've talked about it on the show, just how much security I've put on my house, right? Yep. And I've thought, okay, well that's really good because no matter what, if they get in, I'm going to know about it. I'm going to have video of them. I'm going to have still pictures of them. And, and signage everywhere saying that my house is secured by these various systems, and yet this guy didn't care. Like no, just, he didn't care you, whatsoever. You just look at him, he, did, he looked no. right. He almost posed for the picture. Yeah. You know. Well, and, well, what happened was they verified that it was the same truck that was in his garage. He was at work. The guy backed into the garage, shut the door, and loaded crap. And then he came back for a second. And that's hmm. when they caught him. He parked his truck down the street and walked in. Wow. Got charged. Yep. Unreal. Have a good one. Thanks yeah, for too. the call, Jed. Appreciate it. Let's take a quick break here. Lisa, hold the line. We'll get your phone call and some of your texts right after this. On the text line, uh, Sebastian says, hey, you know what? On an acreage, the best thing you can do is a locked gate on the driveway. Once you remove the convenience, they keep driving Yeah, on. I imagine that's true. We always talk about crimes of opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Although in this particular case, the story we're talking about, the opportunity wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Video cameras, surveillance equipment, and he still busted the front door down. Hey, Lisa. Hello. Um, I live out on an acreage as well, and we're about 19 minutes away at least from a RC, RCMP display. Uh, uh-huh. and, uh, but one, and we have a locked gate as well. But this guy climbed through our fence and walked up to our door. Wow. And I was home alone. And, but, and he was looking for directions. But my saving grace is that I have three Bernese Mountain Dogs. <laughs> and nice. so they've got big barks. They're, you know, they w- probably wouldn't be aggressive unless somebody else was aggressive to them. But uh, seriously, the fellow was like, uh, he didn't even want to climb up the steps to our no. front door. Really, so Bernie's Mountain Dogs, you know, they're, uh, they're so darn friendly. Oh, I they, know. Yeah, that if they liked you, they would probably deter you from entering the house. Mm-hmm. They, I love the Bernice uh, breed, you know. Oh, oh they, they are. Oh, they're beautiful. They communicate with their paws a lot, eh, if they oh, like oh, you. they do. Yeah. And, and they also sit on your feet, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Lisa, but their barks are so, yes, so big. They're big dog barks, that's right. You got it. Lisa, oh, thank you. I, I, no, just curious, Lisa, yep. at your place, so is the gate just across the front end of the driveway, or do you have the gate all the way around your property? Oh, uh, no, the gate is at the end of the driveway. Yeah. And but on either side, you can kind of we've got pillars, but yeah. you can kind of climb through. But you have to go through some wooded area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, nobody's doing part- all of that to get directions, Lisa. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I gathered that, and <laughs> yeah. so I was pretty pretty uh, scared. But uh, um, but my dogs. <laughs> Thank goodness uh, for the pups. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Awesome. Good stuff. Thanks, Thank Lisa. you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. I see, like, there's some places out by our place that have that full. So they've got the, the gates at the front, but then they have the the fence, like the big fencing all down both sides. And I'm thinking, that would be amazing, but that has to cost a mm-hmm. small fortune. I mean, even just chain link fence is expensive. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know? Yeah, I'm just thinking about it. Acreages are a whole different, uh, you know, argument, right? Because you're out there, the response time is so slow in comparison to the city but i mean to be honest with you and i listen i'm with all you rural people like we, we, something mm-hmm. has to be done about it and i i know you know something is being done about it but honestly the response time in edmonton is not great either mm-hmm. uh and i'm not you know i'm not belittling the argument because something does need to be done with rural crime 
but you know the you, you get your car broken into in Edmonton, phone the police, and they will tell okay. you, oh, come well. on down and fill out a report, right? I mean, hi, Bill. Hello. What's on your mind? Well, my sister about a week ago, she lives just outside of Calgary on a on a rural farm, and her husband's a trucker, so he's gone away. They don't have dogs anymore, and it's just her. So they have a police scanner, and she was listening to the police scanner about this police chase that was happening, chasing a truck. <laughs> so she's listening to it. It was close to her area. All of a sudden, this truck pulls into her yard nice and slow and parks. And then the gentleman gets out and goes to go towards her truck to get into it, but she had it locked. Saw, and then a police car came across the field to come to her place. He hopped in the truck, almost took out her truck, drove through her garden, through the fence, and there's a neighbor just a, a few yards away, drove through his fence in his garden, and that's the gentleman they were chasing on the police scanner. Oh, my wow. gosh. And she says, I am so glad that the police were actually chasing him because if they weren't, who knows what would have happened. Yeah, right? no, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, and we, we have uh, 80 acres just out of Edmonton here, and uh, r- r- routinely we get checked by people we don't know to see if we're around (laughs) and there was one night where it was nice and dark in the yard and two figures were walking across the yard and well let's just say a loud explosion happened in the yard and they kind (laughs) of ran away quite quickly you you know what what has to happen i I know you're not an expert but you know more about this than i do What, what do you think in your opinion has to happen to change how rural crime is handled Believe it or not, uh, I hate to say this. Oh, I don't even know if I should tell you how they're actually stealing from everybody. I love it already. Tell us. Okay, so based... Uh, I don't know if I can, because then it just makes more people use what they use. Oh. But anyhow... what you're saying, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you off radio on that, but anyhow. I asked the police about this, and they said, basically... I said, so how do I protect myself from getting robbed? And this is his words. He goes... When you are robbed, make sure you have pictures of everything because you might get something back. Hmm. And there is nothing you can do. Response times, I mean, you, you, can, you can have police everywhere. But if you think about it, when you're driving past your neighbor's house and there's a, a, a different car sitting there, all you do is think it's company. Yeah. So it's really hard to find out if the place is getting robbed. I know. And, you know, that's I thought about that. That's this police officer today talking about this Edmonton mm-hmm. house saying that, you know, we have to be more vigilant in, in keeping an eye on who doesn't belong in the neighborhood. But you're right. Like, if I pull into the, to the front of my house tonight, and I don't want to take away anything from what the police are saying. Obviously, if you see somebody breaking into a house or... Oh, this different story. That different story. But yeah. you see a car or truck that doesn't belong, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. Like canvas the neighborhood to see who and drove it? How how many of you actually know yeah. the, the people within the, the next 10, 15 well, yeah. houses around you? Yeah. Well, an example is, is you don't actually have the time to, for the police to get there. They cleaned out a farmyard of, uh, a little ways down from where we are. And in half an hour, they did the barn, the house, and the garage. And everything was gone in half an hour. Wow. You know, the other thing you you didn't want to say on air, can you email that to me, Andrew, at 630ched.com? I will do that. I would appreciate that because I'm I'm very curious You'll be amazed what they're using to do what they're doing. Okay, cool. Interesting, Bill. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you. All right. uh, Take it easy. We need to take a quick break here. Hold the line. Jim Curtis, your phone call's up next. 
257. Let's get to the phone here. Jim's been waiting patiently. Hi, Jim. Hi. What's going on? I just got one thing to tell you. A lot of people park their travel trailers on side of their house or on their yacht property, and it's a big sign saying, we're home. But uh, when they take it away and they go on holidays, it's also a big sign saying, <laughs> hey, we're not here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law did it, and they came around. They knocked the window out in the back, opened up the overhead door, drove in, took the stove, took everything as mm. they could to get out of there. And it was all because the trailer was gone. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. It's a big sign saying I'm not at home. That's all I want to say. For Thanks. sure, Jim. Appreciate the call. And you know what? Uh, Curtis is on the phone. Curtis, okay. we have one minute. Yeah. I just had an experience where I, somebody stole my ID, went into a friend's house, stole their, their stuff, took it to a pawn shop, and, of course, the police are too busy. They track all this stuff or go mm-hmm. find it. So we actually found the pawn shop. Uh, talked to the lady. She said, oh, yeah, Curtis and stole this stuff. And I said, well, I'm Curtis. I'm five foot eight. The guy <laughs> that, that brought this stuff in here is six foot two with different colored hair. Obviously, they didn't care. Uh-huh. Um, but when it all comes down to it, the only thing we were able to do is buy the stuff back. Uh, in the are you kidding? Ugh. Yeah. No, you, you couldn't even get the police to... To get the stuff back from the pawn shop oh, when that it was illegal for butt. them to even buy it, you know. Wow. So, you know, you're you're really just not in a good situation. Yeah. Anyway you look at. <laughs> you, wow. you can't defend yourself. You can't even go get your stuff from no. a pawn shop. You, you know what I think? I think the penalty should be longer, uh, or they should be they should have to serve their term if they're caught, and not as a deterrent just to keep these guys off the street. But if you had the like, serial numbers of whatever it was, couldn't you then go to the police and say, hey, it's at this pawn shop and get it that way? No, the police sent us back to deal with it yourself. Oh, jeepers. Yikes. Curtis, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Coming up to the 3 o'clock news. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.